Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Amen. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the sun, your name from the rising. One more time, sing from the. Why not lift your hands? Your name, Aya. Adonai. From the rising, lift your hands like a funnel. Karamatalabahaktas. Your name, sing. Parabakatele. Adonai. One more time. Raise your hands from the rising. Aya. To the settling. Karabakatala. Your name. Adonai. Give me some sound more. One more time from the rising. I see a fire of God in this area. Karamatele Pokotala Mahatala Hatas. Adonai. Raise your hands from the rise. Yes, Lord. We are ready for you this morning. If you're in this access, lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Parakata pakatoro pokoteles. Akatera mahakta labronde safradigas. Zaprekiktos eshelakraktas. Ratigas akatorik aksterak aktropalakaktas aktroparakaktas. Zaprok akstarabantas. It makes his angels as flames of fire. It makes his angels as flames of fire. I see angelic ministries just roving around the house. Roving around the house. Ayikatara Pakatelas. Your name. To be hallowed, hey. Aya. Go, Ramate, Karamato, Aramitas, Krombalakatas, Jarakatita Tabahatas. Hey, 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 hey. I see God 
There are five people. I see you wear a new crown. A crown of glory. I just saw that in the spirit right now. A new crown. It's divine ordination. It's divine ordination. A new crown. Right upon your head. Ayikas. Erabanta. Lakata. Lakitas. Arakatakita. Labanta. Laba. Thus yet the Lord the day in which you've long waited for. Yet the day comes by the power of the spirit. Yet the night comes by the power. Divine activation. Aparak octus. Shatikas actra pantala. Ratekatokra palakatas. From the rising to the settling. Your name. <laughs> if you are sick in your body lay your hands on that place right now if you are sick in any part of your body lay your hands right there There's someone on the sound of my voice this week that just concluded you had a dream where it was as though you were worrying to collect something back like a tosso of some sort and even in the dream and physically you've been feeling like you are like a you know when we do when there's tug of war like something is just something is pulling it back something is just something is pulling it back if you're that person, come forward. If you're that person, come forward. Thank you, Jesus. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here. Moving in your power I know you are here you are here to bring revival I know you are here precious Holy Spirit sorry young lady just the lady beside you wearing a jacket that's you please can you come
I don't know what it is, but I see a new fire on your life. It's like God wants to take you through a new journey with him. And there is this constant stirring about consecrating yourself more to him. Today is your day. Lift your two hands up to God. You do not lie, you do not change. What is that for you to do? Ah, yeah. You do not, you do not. Church, lift your two hands. According, according to your knowledge and your will for what you said you have done, I just need to add. Are you ready for Holy Ghost this morning? has any court case landed properties they've been trying to get that land back properties back and it's been a long time come forward thank you Jesus Jesus you are so good <laughs> Jesus 
to just dance. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Everyone in front, just just dance. I'm not going to lay my hands. That's what I heard. Say Jesus. Jesus. Hey, you are so good. Just dance before the Lord. upon my life restoration especially when it comes to this area if I had time I would have shared testimonies upon testimonies for you where this area is concerned look at me that case is turned to your favor right now someone under the sound of my voice a decision is supposed to be made in the next 24 months it's going to be shortened by the spirit you're going to come back here with your testimonies do you believe that I don't have to say amen amen I've said it it is done do you believe what I just said to you you can go back to your seat every one of you in the auditorium lift your hands to God at the count of three, you are going to shout. But let me explain something to you. What I saw, I saw people would come into unusual opportunities for landed properties. I wanted to listen to me. Believe this prophet, what I'm saying to you this morning. 
Number two, people whose time is right. Kairos. The calling of, your, on, of God upon your life where ministry is concerned, as you shout, there would be an activation. Number three, that's the last thing. Those who have had a long-awaited promotion, meaning that in your heart you know, in your job they ought to have promoted you two years ago. Listen, forth are you ready usher stay a lot because the angel of God is going to sweep this room right now you will begin to see things if you are sick in your body testimonies I'm telling you that sickness dries up right now are you ready are you ready are you ready are you ready for impartation before the next conference? Some of you that are called to certain industries, the Lord is making you a captain in those places. The God that can take people from the back of the line and place them to the front, that grace is here right now. That grace is here right now. That grace is here right now. There are three people under the sound of my voice. Listen to me. Before September, you are going to become a CEO. I prophesy as I'm commanded. I'm telling you, before September, for a multinational, I'm telling you, that tech company will start somewhere in Europe and in the US, and they will choose your expertise. Believe this prophet. The water is stirred. Keramake termina. Mr. the mission pray for me asira paya koba hata aparik atume aduras aparakira parakaitas aparakato paritas paragas parakatayo parakato para asira para kona kara kona kara kona kara akura 
press of my worship rose up to the your seats, please be seated.
a church alone, sing it out loud. reference you empower us oh God with your presence your hands. What a tangible presence. This is the kind of service I know everyone here would live with something. Thank you, Jesus. My comfort, my shelter, Every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship. 
Many of you who came here with heavy hearts, you can see that the weight is taken off. This is what the presence of the Lord does. This is what fellowship of the Spirit does. Your money cannot buy it. Peter said, may your money perish with you because you think that you can buy the gift of God with money. What you use to buy this is communion, koinonia. And it is one you can take everywhere. You can take it to the boardroom can take it to the sitting room. Christ in me the hope of glory. It is not Christ that is coming. It is not a coming Christ. It's Christ in you. You see, this is the concept of our theology, of our faith. And that's why I never really like to say that Christianity is a religion. 
Christianity is a relationship. A relationship with not with an internal God, not an external one. Many people go to the Buddhist and go to all the other gods that are works of men. And when they get to the shrine and all of these places, they have to bow before something. But this God that you and I serve lives inside of you. How would a God love man so much that he decided to live inside man? What kind of God is this? What kind of love is this? Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me. <laughs> Christ in me. Christ in me. This is the power of the gospel. You see, when you, when you see this and it becomes your life, the gospel becomes priority to you. Your passion, your zeal, your finances, your drive, your promotion that you want in your job is all for the gospel. He says, I count it all cost, all loss, but to know you, but to know you. The Holy Spirit is speaking this morning and capturing our hearts. Many of you need to turn back your ways to God. And you see, when we talk about turning back our ways to God, sometimes we really think it's repentance for those who need to give back their life to Christ. No, not all the time. There are times where your commitment, you need to repent in your commitment to God. You know, to grow spiritually. How be it you imagine this? You take this atmosphere, this one you are feeling right now, you're experiencing right now. You take it to your son, your Monday morning boardroom, guys. You take it in the car, in the bus, on the road. You can't truly taste this power of God and not tell about it. You can't. And that's why the psalmist said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. May we have a generation and in my lifetime I have vowed and consecrated myself to God that in my lifetime we will truly see a generation that truly bonds for God. Not for the hand of God, but the heart of God. That we will truly see Listen guys, see, 
that is secured for you is heaven. You want everything. God is calling us to deeper relationship with him. I don't care who the richest billionaire is in the world. If he is not born again, he's not my mate. I don't care who. Because I have what he doesn't have. The life of God. Zohe. The God kind of life. I have the Holy Spirit with me. The Holy Spirit is the angel of the Lord's presence. <laughs> In the Old Testament, you will see the different names of God. And some people will call him Yahweh. And some people would call him Jehovah. The meaning of the word Jehovah is the Lord of the camp. The Lord in the midst of us. And all of those expressions of the name of Jesus is so good. And you should know them. You should have theological basis and understanding of those words and those names. But you see, there is one name that puts together all the name of God in one. That's the name of Jesus. It says that there is no other way whereby men will be saved. The saved there doesn't only mean those who are going to get born again. It says the name of Jesus is a strong tower. If you know what you have, you would indeed be a sons. And this morning, God is calling us to be sons. Take the posture of a son because that's who you are. Either you know it or not, that's who you are. Let the passion of this gospel of Jesus, let it burn through you. Seek ye first the kingdom. All of these other things shall be added to you. The gospel that Christ came, He died, He resurrected, He ascended, and now you are seated with Him. The power of the gospel. Listen. The answer to poverty. It's not building more NGOs. Yes, we should have them. But it's the gospel to the poor. The word of life. What can set a man free than the word of life? A lady came to me some weeks ago, some months ago. She came to church. 
it was a midweek service I saw her she was coming back I said to her she told me some situations and I laid my hands and I prayed for her she went back home a real life story she was going to use the restroom and she got there and she saw something come out on her a life animal life how does that stay inside somebody's body the power of the gospel that we preach and he says how shall we preach if there are no preachers the preacher there doesn't mean the man who carries the bible and puts it like this and say come to God on a Monday morning he's talking about those who would tell it Psalms 68 verse 11 it says the Lord gave a word and great were the company of them that published it great great I have vowed in my lifetime this generation of give me give me give me can me can me can me can me whereby the songs like what can I do for you it's only a lyrical flavor in their mouth that means absolutely nothing. The sell me, self me, self me, selfie, 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 self, self, self. When would the generation see the light of the gospel through you? When? Who have you told about God this week? This week? Seek it first the kingdom. I believe this morning God is doing what I call holy reconciliation with sons and daughters. I came here with my sermon note to preach about purpose. And I can say to you undoubtedly, unashamedly, this is one topic that God has anointed me to teach. I know it because I live it but I felt that the Holy Ghost wanted to do something else in the house and as a church we give the Holy Spirit the free will to move there is nothing that you have that he didn't give to you nothing let me say this here I close you see the average age bracket of everyone in this room the average age bracket of most people in this room we are all in the most critical time of our lives the average age bracket meaning that this is the time when most of us are making critical decisions that would affect our future it's either you're about to decide who you're going to get married to or you're already married deciding how many children you're going to have or you're about to make a career decision which job should i take or which job should i not take or you're about to make a relocation decision you are in that age bracket that pool 
of several decisions. When you cross over to 50, 60, 70, that age is backward looking. Whereby you backtrack the impact of your several decisions or your indecisions. This is a time frame of the major decisions that will influence and affect your destiny. This is the time of your life you must spend the most in praying and fasting and knowing the word of God. This is the time of your life. You are in the kairos of your lives. Whereby you have to hear God. Listen, don't ever make any major steps in your life without hearing the voice of God. Whereby you hear God on that matter. This is the time. Charles Spurgeon put it this way. He said, God can use anything. He said, but there's the difference. He said, if God finds, if you look at the horn and you blow it, would it produce a sound? Yes. But if you take a saxophone and a trumpet, would it produce a sound? But the difference is that one can only produce one sound. Boo! But the other can modulate and produce several sounds. The decision is yours. Who you are going to become. The horn or the trumpet. Irrespective of your life, God will use you. But how? Depends on how you sharpen it says, um, uh, Colossians 4, 19, it says, Say ye unto Archippus. It says, Take heed to the ministry that you have received of the Lord, that ye shall fulfill it. It didn't say, Say ye unto Archippus. Take heed to the ministry that you have received of the Lord, that God would help you to fulfill it. Your purpose has already been finished when Christ died. So your purpose has already been established finished. God doesn't start anything he hasn't finished. But you must be responsible as a wise master builder with the life that he gave to you. Stop being careless with your life. Take time. See, live an empowered life. And the I this morning my heart is heavy because of the burden of the spirit on me I've seen many believers live below potential they remove themselves from things that God has designed for them in somebody's mind they just believe they can't they can't get to certain careers Acts 13 verse 2 as they prayed and fasted the Holy Ghost said as they ministered on the Lord and fasted the Holy Ghost said the Holy Ghost said the Holy Ghost said as they prayed and fasted the Holy Ghost said separate unto us unto me Paul 
Saul and Barnabas. This is the time of your life. You can go seven days without eating and you will not feel the impact on your body. Live truly an empowered life. A life of fasting. A life of prayer. And a life of the word. Then, no one would compel you to come to church. When they keep compelling you to come to church, you've not tasted God. Let me tell you something. Go and check it. Because I know there are many things flying around. Oh, you don't really need a local assembly. You can just, you know, just live your life. Just have small groups. And... But go and check in the old Bible. Acts chapter 2. The disciples prayed together. In fact, when Jesus was going to teach them how to pray, they came to him. They said, teach us how to pray. You know what he said? Our Father. It sounds collective. Ah. See, either you like it or no, there is something about corporate gathering. The corporate anointing. The Bible talked about those guys who were trying to get their friend healed. The Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, not his faith, their faith. Acts chapter 2, you can see that very clearly stated. God, Jesus said, go to Jerusalem and wait. Acts 1.8, it says, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. They waited there praying. Acts chapter 2, you see the same thing. While they were praying, the Holy Ghost fell. Acts chapter 4, they saw the threatenings of the, of, of the priests and the rulers of the time. They went back to their company. The place in which they prayed was shaken. Acts chapter 13, verse 2. Every single time in the scripture, every single time. Jesus said to them, he said, this kind went not out but by prayer and fasting. My brothers and sisters, I love you tell you the truth live an empowered life of prayer and fasting let me close here when God created listen to this deep rema and revelation when he created light he created two types the lesser light to rule the night the greater light to rule the day. The choice is yours. But they are all lights. <laughs> Let your light so shine before men. Listen, there is something that prayer does. It gives you a fragrance of light. Come unto me, all ye that heaven laden said I will give you rest listen to God's calling this morning it's calling us to repentance it's calling us to cornonia relationship
calling you back to deep commitment with him. My prayer for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning is that the very purpose in which God brought you on the earth for, you shall fulfill it. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving. service if you are in this church you are not in any unit you are not in a tribe there would be an information desk at the back there see there is something about the company of believers and a community like I say all the time if you take a fish and you take that fish, which is the fish we all travel to Dubai and go and see in an aquarium. We spend lots of money and go to Dubai and see fishes in a big aquarium. Say, oh, look at it. Moving. But you take that fish that we all gather to go and watch and the brilliance and the beauty of the fish. You take that fish out of water and you put that fish on this ground. You give that fish less than six hours depending on the kind of fish, not catfish. It dies. You begin to see them struggle. This was the fish that was just mesmerizing all of us in the aquarium just a few minutes ago. When you take that fish, you put the fish on the ground. Struggles and dies. But you take that same fish and put that same fish inside his water. There's a spiritual family God has given to you. They are the water in which you swim. I've seen many people go out of line because the water that should have kept them, they pulled themselves out. And they came on the ground and they started to struggle. You come back inside the water. And that's why I say this every time. God selects your church for you. I'm telling you, I learned that a long time ago. Kenneth Copeland taught me that. In fact, let me take it a little further for you. Kenneth Copeland taught me this when I was in part one. He said that you sense the church before you pick your house. I'm telling you, you don't, you don't have to believe it, but I believe it. Because there are words befitting for your own destiny. Yeah. Those words empower your destiny. Jesus says, the words which I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Do you know what life means? It means the words, if they are these that are dead. It says, my sheep hear my voice. The voice of the stranger, they will not follow. When those words are coming to your spirit, those things that are dead begins to quicken back.
no one will start compelling you to come to church but let me tell you this give yourself three months in commitment to the work of God the things of God your local assembly your personal life in place of prayer fasting and giving look at your life in three months and look at your life in the past three months that you have not done it you'll see the difference commend you all to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance I bow my knees before the God of heaven on whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named may this gospel you have heard today may you press deep within your soul until you reciprocate the demands of these words. May your passion for the things of God never die. May your zeal to run in this life never be disappeared. May God give you increased zeal for his kingdom. And above all, may you discern the times in which you live in. May you discern what God is doing in your own life. And may you see that what God is doing in your own life ought to be more celebrated than what he's doing in any other person's life. Ah, uh, you didn't hear it. Because he got times and seasons in your hands. <laughs> Ooh, Shia. You call for light. Out of my darkness, hey, you don't need men to be the God you are. You have chosen, and you are God. One more time, wave to him. You are God. Don't you just love the Lord? What a sweet presence. I want to give you one minute. Shut your eyes and bow your heads and recommit yourself to God. Recommit your devotion and fasting and praying and in the word. Recommit your devotion even to your local assembly. Recommit your devotion to your life. We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.